Hey, this is Kristen Mann. I'm a film producer based in Arkansas, and you're listening to the Arkansas Inc. podcast. Welcome to the Arkansas Inc. podcast. This is Clark Cogbill. I serve as Director of Marketing at the Arkansas Economic Development Commission. On this podcast, we talk a lot about economic development in Arkansas. That includes stories about new businesses coming to the state and existing businesses expanding their presence here. Another important way that the economy grows in Arkansas is through film and television productions that happen in the natural state. In fact, we have a whole film division led by film commissioner Christopher Crane. Some movies and series that you may have seen were shot right here in Arkansas, including Mud, starring Matthew McConaughey and Reese Witherspoon, HBO's True Detective Season 3 with Mahershala Ali, God's Not Dead 2 and 3, The Chariot with John Malkovich, Mind Cage with Martin Lawrence and John Malkovich, Freedom's Path, which is currently in theaters, and soon coming to theaters, What Happens Later with Meg Ryan and David Duchovny, produced by our guest today, Kristen Mann. Kristen is also the producer of films To the Stars, The Quarry, and Midnight Special. And we're excited she's here today. Kristen, welcome to the Arkansas Inc. podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And Kristen, uh, you're coming to us from Los Angeles uh, this afternoon, I believe. I am, yeah. I live in Bentonville, Arkansas now, but I'm I'm in Los Angeles this week. I bet you go back and forth quite a bit. I used to go back a lot before the pandemic, and then, of course, pandemic changed changed uh, the amount of travel that I'd I do, but yeah, I'm starting to kind of, it's picking up a little bit more now. Well, I know you're an Arkansas native. Tell us a little bit about uh, your early days, uh, born and raised in in Arkansas. Where are you from originally? Yeah, I was born and raised in uh, the the Little Rock, North Little Rock area, and um, spent a lot of my time growing up in Maumelle specifically. So if people are familiar with that area, they'll know that little, you know, area, suburb of Little Rock. Um, and yeah, lived there, you know, forever, born and raised, like I said, and um, and then left. I did go to school in Conway, University of Central Arkansas, and then right as I graduated, left and started working in, I went to New York for a little bit, um, and Los Angeles, and, um, and really just kind of spent time, I was kind of going back and forth, really. I was also in Arkansas, too, but um, just started working in the industry, doing whatever I could, um, working as an assistant here and there and working in different departments, trying to figure out uh, specifically what I wanted to do in film. I knew I wanted to work in the industry since I could, you know, basically talk. Um, I just didn't know exactly what that looked like. So, um, yeah, did that and then eventually um, ended up back in Arkansas and the first thing that I ever produced was a short film called Pillow, um, which was written and directed by um, the local filmmakers, Josh and Miles Miller out of um, Little Rock. And this was, they kind of came to me and said, we need somebody to, you know, produce this short film. And um, I had never produced anything before, but thought, okay, here's an opportunity that someone's just kind of handing me. Let's see how this goes. And I remember by the end of that, that short film, it felt like everything had kind of clicked into place. And I, I realized I'd kind of found my, you know, my calling. Um, 
And so started producing short films and some music videos and kind of whatever I could do. And, um, and then eventually um, ended up on the movie Mud, which shot in Arkansas. And everything kind of changed after that. I wanted to, we're going to talk more about Mud. Uh, okay. I wanted to ask you, just, you know, you're a student at UCA. You grew up in, in Little Rock, spent ta- time in Maumel. What got you originally interested in going into the film industry? What was it? You said it was a very young age. What was it that drew you into um, being a part of film production or just being being involved in the movies? You know, it was a, a means of escape. It was this whole other world that I that just seemed so magical um, that I wanted to be a part of. And of course, when you're like a, a kid and watching these things, you just think it's pure magic, right? And then you get older and realize, oh my god, this job is so hard. Um, and it's not as glamorous <laughs> as you might, as one might think. Um, yeah. So a lot of it was just you know the magic and me being a naive, <laughs> a naive young kid thinking that. This just seemed like such a dream job. And I didn't know what that looked like. I, I thought at the time, I didn't know about all the positions, you know, that were involved in a movie. I just thought, oh, I'm going to be an actress. You know, that's that's what I need to do. Were there any early movies that really were an inspiration to you? I just remember watching E.T. when I was really young. And sure. by the end of that movie going, I was just such in awe. I was so in awe of that movie and that whole experience. And I think that was the film that that did it for me. What a great movie. Yeah, right. Um, you talked about Mud a little bit. I want to ask you more about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you talked about producing shorts in Arkansas. And you really got a pretty big break on the production mm-hmm. of Mud, right? Mm-hmm. A film directed by Jeff Nichols, mm-hmm. also in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Will you tell us a little bit about uh, how you got involved in that film and then yeah. what was that experience like? Yeah. Um, at the time, I was living in Arkansas and someone on the film actually reached out knowing that I had a little bit of experience, you know, working in production and asked if I was interested in working in, I think they were, they were asking if I was interested in working in locations or like an assistant, you know, office coordinator. And I remember at the time, um, feeling really upset because I wanted to very badly work on that movie, but I was already committed to something else. So I had to turn it down. Um, and then one thing led to another, I became, became more available as it got closer to them actually starting to shoot the film mud and so um, I reached back out, out to them and said, you know, if, if there's anything available, I want to work on this movie. And basically everyone had been hired at that point, but they did need additional production assistance for like the first week or two, I think. And so I said, sure, you know, whatever. I'm like, I'll get, you know, coffee for people. I don't care what it is. I just want to work on this movie right. and and work with Jeff. And um, and so I ended up getting hired as a, a PA and it was only supposed to be for the first week or two, but I remember, I remember at the time I was being very like strategic about uh, you know sort of accepting this week or two of work, and then um, telling myself I was going to convince somebody on that movie that they needed to keep me. You know, I was going to find find a role somewhere. So I was kind of being I was being pretty strategic actually about observing production the first week or two and trying to see if I could spot a hole anywhere, you know, a department that might need support or help or um, sure, anything I can kind of kind of work to convince them to keep me on. And 
I I did. There was a, a it seemed to me like there they needed support in the props department. Um they lost someone and then um weren't quite sure what they were going to do about it. But anyway, I basically started, you know, begging the the prop master to bring me on for the rest of the show and um had to convince him at first and then he had to go and convince, you know, the powers to be that that um it was the right thing to do, but Anyway, one thing led to another, and I ended up working as a props assistant for the rest of the show. And I'm so grateful that that happened because it led to me becoming, you know, friends and establishing um, uh, professional relationships with so many people involved on that movie that um, are people that I actually are still friends with and still work with, you know, to this day. Yeah, right. So uh, your persistence paid off. Um, I understand that through mud. Uh, you made a connection to Sarah Green mm-hmm. uh, and eventually became her assistant. Yeah. Um, and that led to some other relationships, mm-hmm. uh, like with Michael Shannon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how did that all come about? Yeah, so Sarah produced Mud, um, and once the film wrapped, I— you know, I basically was like begging for a meeting with her. You know, I I kind of observed the the process, really loved the, the experience. Mud is one of the best experiences I've had making a movie, you know, to date. And I, um, I just saw this person that had a legendary producing career doing what I wanted to do, and I thought it'd be a dream to to work for someone like this. And so I was kind of begging for a, a meeting, and then. Um, an opportunity came up where they needed some help um, with some additional photography from Mud, but that was happening in Austin. So I'm crazy enough that I was like, I'll drive out there and help out for the day. I don't care. I'll travel out there and, you know, I'll get myself out there and do it. So I ended up going out and just helping out, just assisting with that shoot. I think it was just a one-day shoot. And because I did that, Sarah you know, met with me. She, I remember she had breakfast with me and, um, I, uh, I ended up, you know, she basically ended up saying, um, you know, if you can get yourself out here, we can try to get you involved. And so I did, I I came out and then that led to me, um, becoming her assistant, um, which was a, at the time, just such a huge, like, it was like a dream come true to me, you know, (laughs) working for such an amazing legendary producer and, I suddenly found myself working in an office, you know, with not only Sarah, but um, Terrence Malick and and Jeff Nichols, because she was producing for both of these, you know, filmmakers. So, um, so yeah, and then that led to eventually, um, you know, within the first year, I think she, she moved me up to an associate producer position, and um, I was getting the opportunity to to work on a number of films because she was producing for several filmmakers. So it was a, it was an invaluable experience. And I did that for several years. And so through that relationship and others uh, that you formed, Mm -hmm. you eventually became a producer in your own right. Mm -hmm. Um, What was the first, um, what was your first film that you really were the lead producer on? The first one was called Poor Boy. And it was, um, it was a super low budget, like micro budget film, very ambitious, um, kind of bonkers to be honest with you. Um, and it, looking back on it now, like sort of knowing what I know now, I, I would never, agree, I would never agree to do <laughs> to, 
to do this project only because it was just so ambitious what we were doing, trying to pull off for such a tiny amount of money. But we did do it. Um, it was a movie that we shot in and around Las Vegas and uh, it ended up debuting at Tribeca Film Festival and, um, you know, worked with a lot of really great people on that. But yeah, it was, that was the first project I was lead producer on. And that was right after I kind of moved on from working with um, Sarah and Jeff and that gang. I'm sure that was a, a a huge educational process just to have a tiny budget and it's all on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. It's your first film to produce. Let's pause for just a second. And for those who don't know, which is probably a lot of people probably have some idea of what a film producer does mm-hmm. uh, or, or, you know, maybe they get it mixed up with being a director. Tell us. What does a producer do? Um, I know it's a lot, but I'd love to hear in your own words a description of that that role. Yeah. So there are so many different types of producers, so it's hard to to give one answer. But I can tell you that you know what I do, and um, uh, what I do as a producer is sort of it's somewhat all encompassing. Um, meaning, I do everything from either find the material, whether that's somebody, you know, that has sent me a script that's already finished or, um, or you know, a producer might option the rights to a book that they really love and then go hire a writer to write the script. But basically it's sourcing the material one way or another and then um, raising the financing to make the film, which is, um, you know, one of the most difficult aspects of the job. Um, it is everything from attaching a director, if there isn't one already attached, to casting the movie with talent, um, hiring all of the you know key crew, such as the cinematographer and production designer, and then um, working really closely with all these people to develop the project and um, properly prepare the project. There's scouting involved, so figuring out where you're going to shoot the movie and then um, making all those deals um, that come along with that. It is finding distribution for the movie, um, overseeing the actual physical production and post-production, and then eventually, I mean, sometimes, most of the time, there's a um, a festival premiere, so managing that that whole process, debuting at a festival, and then um, hopefully if you have distribution, overseeing the the theatrical release of the movie and um, marketing and promotion and yeah it's it's all of it <laughs> it's a lot it, it feels like it feels like you listed everything but acting and directing <laughs> yeah. and maybe running the lights uh, that's a lot what's funny about lot. what you just said is somehow I've ended up in front of the screen on every project that I do <laughs> which I don't ever <laughs> intend to do but somehow end up getting thrown in there too so you're in you're in the, the films that you produce? Just tiny little roles, you know, nothing significant. But somehow I always end up like, you know, on the day, the director looking at me and going, hey, we need somebody to do this. Will you jump in front of the camera? And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm doing this now. You're, you become an extra. So yeah. <laughs> for the, for our listeners, if you're watching a Kristen Mann film, uh, look for Kristen Mann. <laughs> uh, that's great. That's a really great thing to know. Um, it It's a really... You know, as you describe all the things that you're responsible for and you really are, it feels like you're the CEO of a business venture mm-hmm. and each film is a business venture. Yeah. And uh, kind of in my own words, that's how it, that that's how I would describe mm-hmm. what, what you talked about. And so 
you know, there's big opportunity and big risk. Yeah. Um, why? Um, let me ask you this. You know, you could you could be based anywhere, and yeah. you choose to be based in Arkansas mm-hmm. and and produce films um, in Arkansas. Why did you make that choice? Yeah. So I, you know, I started working for Sarah and Jeff and and Malik. That's what took me to Austin because they're all based there. Um, And so I moved there years ago and just fell in love with it. And, you know, over the last 12 years or so, I've been back and forth between Los Angeles and Austin for the most part. And then um, in 2021, that's when I made the decision to move to to Bentonville. Um, I did not know, to be totally honest, I did not know if I would move there and stay. Um, I just, it was a, it was more of a, I wanted something different for a bit. Uh, the, The idea of living in a smaller town where things were a little bit slower and quieter was appealing to me at, at that time. And so I moved knowing that this could be temporary, but we'll just kind of see what happens. Um, moved there and then just completely fell in love with, very specifically with this area that I'm in, Northwest Arkansas. And I'm, you know, I'm specifically in Bentonville, which I also really love. But um, I'm also just kind of in a place in my career where it doesn't fully matter where I'm at, because it really, at the end of the day, comes down to like, are you hustling enough to get your projects off of the ground? Yeah. And so, um, you know, I don't know if this would be something that, I don't know, just anybody and everybody could do. I know there's a lot of crew positions and things that, um, well, I don't know. I don't know. Everybody has a different journey. But for me, I'd reached a place where I felt like I could live anywhere. Um, and then I saw that there was such enthusiasm for um not just making movies, but just uh, innovative thinking. And it's this sort of entrepreneurial spirit that's really supported in Northwest Arkansas. And that was really exciting to me. So I decided to stay. Um, I, I, you know, coincidentally was already planning on bringing what happens later to Bentonville. That was a decision that had already been made. So um, the two are, aren't actually all that related, but um so I'd already had plans to bring a movie there. And, you know, even just before I moved back to Arkansas, whenever there's a movie that I'm involved in, or even frankly, just talking to people that are that have a movie that I might not be involved in, I'm always throwing Arkansas into the mix as an idea because it to me, it feels like it is um, an untapped resource, um, meaning there are just so many projects going to places like, New Orleans and Oklahoma and Georgia. And I feel like sometimes Arkansas is a little bit under the radar. Not everyone in the industry is aware that there is an incentive um, and how simple and straightforward um, it is. That's a cash rebate and, you know, how far you can kind of stretch your money in a place like um, Arkansas, just because people are so supportive. So, you know, I I just witnessed all this and um, decided to stay and, um, and, you know, try to bring more projects to the area. And now that I live there, you know, selfishly, I'm just trying to, <laughs> trying to bring more projects to the area so that, um, I can make movies in my hometown. <laughs> right. For your own convenience. Well, we're proud that, uh, you call Arkansas home and we're thrilled that you choose to, uh, have some movies filmed in Arkansas. Uh, your most recent film, What Happens Later, 
filmed in Northwest Arkansas, mm-hmm. uh, recently wrapped, um, stars Meg Ryan and David Duchovny. I know there's some things that we can't say about the movie uh, because we don't want to, uh, that, that's going to come later mm-hmm. uh, as the movie is uh, released. But what can you tell us about the film in general? Yeah. Um, well, basically what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's directed by Meg. So Meg, Meg Ryan, you know, directed the, the project. Um, so, you know, she was our partner on it. And, yeah, starring her and David. And it's a romantic comedy. Um, I can say that. Um, and we shot the entire thing in Bentonville. So the whole, whole movie, wow. you know, takes place um, or, you know, shot there. Um and yeah, we wrapped in November. We um, we do have distribution. There will be a, a theatrical release. We don't have a date yet, so I don't quite know when that will be. Hopefully this year. Um, so yeah. And you talked about you know wanting to f- find opportunities to shoot films in Arkansas. Yeah. Um, with any film, it sounds like it is a it is a business venture. There is risk and opportunity. So. At the end of the day, why did it make sense to shoot this film in Bentonville? Um, it made sense because um, the locations, that there were really interesting locations, and those just worked creatively, you know, for the movie. And um, and like I said, it's just, in general, it is Arkansas overall, not just Northwest Arkansas. Arkansas overall is just a very welcoming, supportive place um, for making movies. And so... You're not, you know, it's a different experience when you're going, when you're making a movie somewhere like Los Angeles that's been doing this forever. And, you know, it's sort of people are, there may be some people that might not be so receptive to it, right? Um, and so it just makes a difference when you have a community, especially like when we were shooting in Northwest Arkansas, just to have a community sort of rally around you and say, how can I help, you know? Um, and it feels like, you know, compared to a place like New Orleans, for example, where I've made two movies, it's just your money goes a little further. You can stretch a dollar more than than some other places. Right, right. Well, that's great to hear. I, I understand that a pretty significant percentage of your production crew uh, was comprised of Arkansas-based uh, folks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, being an Arkansan yourself, uh, what was that like? What can you tell us about your the production crew and how did— how did you recruit um, local uh, the local workforce to be a part of that? Yeah, the crew here, the crew in Arkansas is great. I mean, overall, it's kind of hard to make one sweeping you know statement about everybody, but the, for the most part, the crew is uh, really great, super hardworking. Um, some of them I had worked with years ago, you know, back when I was first starting and lived in Arkansas, um, and then there's been a huge like amount of crew that have come up that have either moved here or started working since I left. Um, And so it was just getting connected to them either via Christopher Crane, you know, via the film commission um, or just other people that I knew. There was a a local person, Shelly Needham, who was our line producer, who um, has kind of become the go-to line producer local in Arkansas in a lot of these movies. And so she, you know, brought in the people that she normally works with and, and hires on these projects. And, um, yeah, we basically hired as many locals as we possibly could. Um, and that, you know, the rest of the team was sort of open to. 
And we had a great experience. I mean, it, there's a, a lot of like the crew is growing in Arkansas from what I can tell. And the experience is growing because more and more movies are being shot in Arkansas. Um, and I hope, yeah, I hope that continues. We do too. Uh, and you worked with the Arkansas Film Commission at AEDC, uh, spearheaded by Christopher Crane. Um, what kind of things did you and Christopher work on together? And what was your experience like overall? Yeah. Uh, interacting with with him and with AEDC? Yeah, it was purely positive. I mean, Christopher Crane's, you know, the first person that you call when you're interested in shooting a movie in Arkansas. And so um, it's a good, you know, first call to make because he's going to say, okay, how can I help? You know, every time I've ever called him about something is how can I help? What can I do for you? So, um, you know, one of the most instrumental things that he did was um, help us with the locations and introducing me to the, the right people um, at each of these locations that we were interested in filming in. So just, you know, just that alone, you know, that connection and saying, hey, here's this production and I, I've known this person for, you know, X amount of years and you can kind of um, trust her and this team to to take care of your space, you know. Um, yeah. And then, of course, the Film Commission's heavily involved with, we, we said, Mit an application to um, to sort of get pre-approved for the um, the tax incentive for making a movie there, and so you work with um, the film commission and, and Christopher in the office on all of that, and um, getting connected to crew, and um, yeah, it's been a very positive experience. Well, good to hear. We know, you know, I'm a coworker of of Christopher's, and uh, he's either on the road somewhere usually, mm -hmm. or if he's in the office, he seems to always be on the phone. So yeah. <laughs> uh, he's always making those connections. Yeah. Kristen, you talked a little bit about distribution of the film earlier. Uh, where will our listeners be able to watch uh, this film? I hope if it's, if you mostly have Arkansans listening, I mean, I really hope that it's, it will be in theaters in, in Arkansas. Um, I don't have those details yet, but I, what I can say is that it, it, is receiving a theatrical um, release, and um, Bleecker Street is releasing the film in the the U.S. Um, Bleecker Street is, a, is an amazing, you know, distributor with an incredible reputation, and super super grateful that um, we've partnered with them on this movie. But um, it will have a theatrical release. I, you know, fingers crossed that it will be in theaters in Arkansas. But I don't just have those specific details yet. Sure. Beyond that, um, do you think we could find it on? something like Netflix or Amazon Prime? Hopefully. I mean, when a, when a distributor, you know, buys a movie, they are going to, you know, exploit that thing for as, as much as they possibly can. So they'll they'll get it out there and hopefully get it in front of as many eyeballs as possible. But yeah, I imagine um, I imagine that you'll be able to, to see it in uh, one of those ways as well. Great. Well, we'll definitely look for what happens later um, when it's released soon. So, Kristen, um, let's just talk a little bit about, um, I want to talk a little bit about the economic impact of film productions. You know, at, at AEDC, uh, our focus is to uh, build the economy of Arkansas, to uh, add jobs to the state, to increase incomes among Arkansans. Just in general, when a film production comes to a city, um, what are some of the economic impacts uh that happen when you bring in uh, both local 
people and then people who aren't local. Um, what can you say about you know how long a film may take and and what the economic impact might be on a community? Yeah, it, sometimes it depends on um, sort of the budget and scope of the project. But a lot of the times that I've made films, it's usually like a two to three month process overall um, on location. And so it's a mix of, like you said, hiring locals. So you are, you know, obviously employing people for that amount of time and giving them an opportunity to gain um, more and sort of new experience and then, um, and then there's a another sort of group of people that you're often bringing in from out of state, oftentimes from New York or Los Angeles, um, but really all over. And those folks are coming in, and um, you know, not only spending money for the amount of time that they're here, but they are experiencing the area in a way that they otherwise wouldn't. Right? They're exposed to the area and and getting to experience it like a local for those two to three months. Um, and so it's it's sort of invaluable. Sometimes it's like it's hard for me to put a number on it. And I'll use sure. one example um, uh, kind of to illustrate what I'm talking about, the movie that we just did, you know, what happens later that we've been talking about. There was a um, a guy that we brought in to serve in the first assistant director role, which is a position that is, um, extremely important, very critical because the person is basically running set. You know, they're um, the director's right hand and and managing set. And this guy, you know, came to the area and fell in love with it. And you know, called me about a month ago and said, "Well, we're never going to believe this, but I'm moving to your area." <laughs> so, um, you know, now we have somebody that has an incredible resume. Um, that is that is now moved to the state, and we have this additional, you know, skilled person that we can um, have available to us on projects. But you know, we're, it's also like you're spending money on um, hotels and just all sorts of hospitality and restaurants, and um, involving, you know, you're you're spending money on location. So if you're, you know, renting a house to shoot at or whatever, you know, those people are um making a little little money. Um so it's it's a uh, yeah, it's a, there's a number of ways. I think I think one of your points is is you made a lot of great points, but a point that I don't think about a lot is that when people come to a location and if they've never been there before, mm -hmm. they're experiencing that location, in this case Bentonville. Yeah. And uh if you really love that spot you may decide to come back you may decide to move yeah um and so that's that's a uh, a great opportunity for that community yeah and it's also you know there are instances where someone has and christopher could speak to this too but you know where someone a producer or producers have brought a movie to arkansas and then had such a great experience that they continue to bring other projects back you know that's a really good sign absolutely okay Kristen. Just a couple more questions for you. Um, some fun ones, hopefully. Um, what are your favorite movies of all time? Ooh, um, it's funny. I never really think about this, but if I'm being honest, my favorite movie, and I say favorite only because um, it's one of those that I could just, it's a, it's a classic and I could watch over and over and over and I just never get sick of it. And it's When Harry Met Sally, which is funny because it's starring Meg Ryan, who I just Meg worked Ryan. with. So 
um, you know, getting to work with her was a dream come true, knowing that that was my favorite movie. But yeah, it's um, obviously that's sort of a lighthearted, you know, romantic comedy. But I think that movie is just, it's kind of perfect. It's one of those I could just watch over and over and over and never get tired of. Well, a colleague of mine uh, heard that uh, about your film, What Happens Later with Meg Ryan. And uh, Christopher gave her an opportunity to visit the set. I think she got a chance to meet you. Mm. And uh, she's a really big fan of Meg Ryan. And uh, she talked about what a dream it was of just, just being on set for the day and <laughs> how professional everybody was. And oh, uh, so that's one of her favorite movies as well. But Nice. Um, so, Kristen, what's next for you? Um, it's always a good question. Um as a producer, you kind of always have to have your hand in several things because you just never know what's going to stick and what's going to go next. But I do have um, another feature film that um, we'll shoot in Hot Springs, hopefully this year in 2023, fingers crossed. Um, and that is a project with a, a local filmmaker. Um, we have similar stories in that she's from Arkansas. She was born and raised in Hot Springs and then was away working in the industry and then came back and now lives in Hot Springs. But um, she'll, she wrote it and will direct the film. It's called Has Been Beauty Queen. And I'm doing that. My producing partner on that is Summer Shelton out of Tennessee. Um, so hopefully that will go this year. Um, fingers crossed. We're raising financing for that right now. And then... Um, I have another project I can't say too much about because we haven't announced it, but it's a, a really fun comedy that um, will not only shoot in Northwest Arkansas, but it's actually about, like, a, the story takes place in Arkansas. So I'm excited about that one. And um, that one I'm in the sort of uh, final stages of um, buttoning up, you know, getting the material in a place where we feel comfortable sending it out. And then the next step will be to attach a director and talent to that. But that's another one that will be the the two that I kind of have up next are ones that I plan to shoot in Arkansas. Well, that is great to hear. Great to hear. We're going to keep tabs on those. And we're going to be looking for the release of What Happens Later, a film produced by our guest today, Kristen Mann, and filmed in Bentonville, Arkansas. Kristen Mann, uh, thank you so much for spending time with us today on the Arkansas Inc. podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. You've been listening to the Arkansas Inc. podcast. This is Clark Cogbill, Director of Marketing at the Arkansas Economic Development Commission. You can subscribe to the Arkansas Inc. podcast on most podcast apps like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and others. And for more information about AEDC and to sign up for our monthly newsletter, visit our website at arkansas.com edc.com and connect with us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Thanks for listening.